haven't had a sales job before, mm-hmm. right? What I call they haven't had to uh, kill what they eat. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman. Joining me today is a brand new rock star. He's an entrepreneur, a digital marketing expert, and he's the owner and operator of Dominate Partners. I absolutely love the name of this. Gary Guyman, thanks for joining me, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, there's a comedian that uh, we've used for some promo videos. His name is Donnie Baker. I don't know if you heard of him or not, but uh, Tom, a Bob and Tom comedian. Mm. And I had him do some promos for us. And when he said it, he was he was like, dominate, like the license plate. So that's I like that's, it. That's how we explain to people uh how, how the name goes. But uh yeah, we uh we obviously love to dominate for our clients. And uh I mean I I'm kind of biased, but I really love our brand and our logo. So yeah, thanks for fun. having me. I'm looking forward to this. Absolutely. So obviously, I mean, we talked about you being an entrepreneur and a, and a digital marketing expert. So how do you think a business should utilize social media? I mean, we talk about social media all the time, but how should uh, a business utilize social media to grow their business? Yeah. So um, I, I've owned a few businesses during the social media kind of time, and I owned a couple before, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, social media gives the entrepreneur now um, a chance to kind of level the field, even with larger larger companies. Like you see people now, um, if, if you think about like the YouTube stars, um, my son who, uh, just had a, a baby a year ago, like he was sending me this video of these parents that are on YouTube mm-hmm. making $10 million a year. And, uh, he was like, he, you know, he's always funny and trying to, trying to be funny. He's like, you should do this. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's not really my personality, but thanks. How much money do they make? That's what I'm always, he's like, I don't know. They got this many subscribers. So I looked it up $10 million, right? Wow. Think about that. And and I, I consider YouTube to be a social media platform, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you think about that. To get that kind of traffic and eyes in 2000 or 1995, you'd have to pay all kinds of money uh, for TV commercials, radio commercials, billboards, things like that. Where today, if you have a camera um, and you have a message and you can connect with people, um, you, you level the playing field. So social media is that thing to where you need to use it to connect to your audience. So understanding who your audience is. So understanding who your perfect customer is and who, you know, what that avatar looks like, and then figuring out, okay, where do they hang out? What social media platforms do they hang out? So my avatar is typically 25 to 45 um, year old, mostly male because we're in home service, but I do have some females, but it's mostly male. So where do they hang out? Well, a lot of them are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them are on Instagram. A lot of them are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really big on Facebook. Um, I'm not as good on Instagram mm-hmm. personally, but I have people on my staff that are. Sure. Um, and same thing with, with Instagram or, or I'm sorry, YouTube. So I go to where they're at and mm-hmm. then I talk about my message. And I think people, we, we, uh, we, we have this, problem we want to be bigger than we are Mm. but we also need to be who we are right right? 
we, we want to project this like our brand and I just mentioned mine. So I'm going to be totally uh, go, go against what I just said. Like the brand is you, right? The brand people do business with us because of I'm speaking on stages or I'm doing podcast interviews or they see me on social media and they're like, that Gary guy is someone that I want to do business with that I want to partner with. Now, if I'm trying to build a scalable business and sell this to somebody, that's not going to work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to build a scalable partnership that other people on our team can help uh, and take over in areas. So like the only really role I have anymore is just that speaking, social mm-hmm. media and sales. Like, that's yeah. all I do. I don't really do any of the work anymore. Yeah. Um, but I'm the face and I'm the voice. And I think you have to understand, okay, what it is that your message is, what are your core values, what are your, what's your mission statement, what, your, what, are, you, what are you trying to accomplish, right. and then put that in value kind of centered buckets, and when I say value, what's in it for the customer, like mm-hmm. why should a customer or a prospect listen, and then just deliver that message over and over again, and be like, one of the biggest phrases I think about when, when somebody asks me, how sh- should you use social media? Givers gain. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. give value. Um, I'm not worried about what I'm not going to be paid for. I'm not worried about right. that. Yeah. So I'm willing to give information all day long. Now, if you want me to do it, you'll have to pay us for that. But yeah. I'm willing to give you information. In fact, I'm speaking on stage uh, in a couple of weeks uh, at a conference and I did a promo video for him and I told him, I'm going to give you our game plan. I'm going to give it to you. Hmm. Uh, now I'm trying to like convince people to come and hear me speak. So I'm, sure. you know, I'm selling, but I am, I'm going to give them a game plan of basically what we do for our clients. Now, yeah. do they have technical aptitude? Probably not. Do they have yeah. the ability to do that consistently? Probably not, but they'll have it. They'll have it. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all because I know there's going to be enough people that see the value that I provide that, Hey, I want to do business with that guy. So how do you use social media? Get your message out, make it valuable to people and be a giver. If you do those things, social media will return it to you tenfold. Man, man, I totally agree with that, Gary. I, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, big believer in giving first. So I, I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. So what are, what are like foundations for converting sales strategy when it comes to a small business? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the sales process, like, especially in, you know, when, when you get into guys that are maybe just getting into business and maybe mm-hmm. they haven't had a, haven't had a sales job before, mm-hmm. right. What I call, they haven't had to uh, kill what they eat. You're right. Yeah. That's tough. That's yeah, tough. Like, I, I'm fortunate that I started selling when I was 19. I'm 50. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been selling for a long time and I, yep. I get like, I've been told no so many times. It doesn't phase <laughs> me at all. Right. Yep. Now, yep. It was a time when it did. And I understand that. Right. Yeah. So a lot of guys or girls will, when they're doing sales, like they think somebody calling them saying, Hey, I need this. Okay. When can I get it? Yeah. Now, how do I pay you for it this way? They think that's a set that, that that's selling and it's not, it's order taking. And sure. so, Understanding the foundation of sales is solving a problem. And the bigger problem you solve, the more money you make. Like that's the first foundation. So what problem are you solving? 
And what problem of the customers are you solving? Mm -hmm. You probably hear this all the time, Kirby. Somebody gives out their benefits or their features. Like, this is why somebody should hire us. That's why you think someone should hire you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. Why? You know, it's that radio station. What's in it for me? Why mm -hmm. should the customer hire you? I believe that most business, um, if you think about small and medium business, the currency or the value comes down to speed. Like we can react quicker, yeah. we can deliver. So how does that portray to your customer? So solving a problem, what's your value? I believe speed is one of those. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening, you can steal these. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's not a, any type of a property that you can't. But I believe the third thing is understanding follow-up mm -hmm. is where the sale happens. Too many times I hear, I don't want to bug them. <sighs> Well, I would rather hear no than yes, because then at no, I know then what the problem that they're having, seeing my ability to solve their problem or to provide value. Mm -hmm. And getting to the no is the most important thing. We're too scared of the no, mm -hmm. but the follow-up, I would rather somebody tell me no, so I can have a conversation to see, is it something we can do? Mm -hmm. and if it's not, great. I'll maintain a relationship at some point they're going to say that Gary guy was smart. I need to call, I need to talk to him again. Sure. But the fact, you know, in, in my opinion, the three major foundations outside of having a good sales process and all that is solving the problem, understanding what the problem is that the customer has solving it, having value, providing value to the customer, what's in it for them. And then being relentless with your follow-up. Mm, yeah. Fortunes and follow-up. Yeah. I love that. I, 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 early on in business, somebody said to me that, that uh, yeses are fine, nos are fine, but maybes will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and I'm just like, I, I've kind of lived by that. I'm like, if you tell me no, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll either move along or whatever. But it's like you just got to tell me, yeah. and it, it's the maybes that get you strung out. So I, I like that. I like that. So, so uh, I've seen you talk about the number one marketing source for all business owners. So can you talk a little bit about that? What is the number one marketing source for all business owners and that they, the, the one that they should be utilizing? Yeah. So quick story. Uh, I owned a uh, pressure washing Christmas light company that we started in 2012. I sold it in 2018 to a uh, private equity fund. Mm -hmm. And um, it was one of the most, I've sold three businesses and, and, it, and this was like, I sold a, a business and we had achieved uh, seven figures in revenue and, mm -hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty decent size in terms of yeah. that home service company. We, we were 12, 13 full-time employees and probably the number one source for those services in Cincinnati. Uh, private equity company that I found through someone else in the industry. Uh, we started having a conversation on May 28th. On August 15th, we closed. Like some hmm, people wow. don't close houses that quick. No, right? I was going to say, that's quick, man. <laughs> but one thing that I learned, and, and our valuation was based heavily on our database, our mm, customers and our list. prospects. Yeah. Um, combined the two, there was about 12,000 that we had in that database. Name, address, phone number, email. Because I was relentless. Like one of my things is if somebody asked me for a price, I'll give them a price, but I got to get your information first. So you right. want something from me? right? I'm going to get something from you. Uh, so I'm going to name, address, phone number. We're going to find out as much as we can. Um, and even now for our customers, we'll take that data and we'll put it into appending databases and get more data. Mm. So I found from this private equity company that put together these 
10 companies like mine. And I think now they're probably doing about 20, 25 million. Their goal was to obviously yeah. spin that off to somebody larger, make more money, right? Um, I found that the things that I focused on for marketing, Google, social media, um, you know, property, man, uh, e email marketing, mm -hmm. stuff like that, that wasn't their focus. Like I ran marketing for them for about six months and then my contract ended, I was done. And then they stopped doing all the things we did for them. And they had a call center and that call center did nothing but communicate with that database over and over and over again. I had a conversation. I, it's been, uh, my, my non-compete's going to be up in August. I don't think I'm getting back in, but I always said, non-compete's up. But <laughs> my non-compete's up in August. I had a conversation with a guy who's the CEO of the company because um, he had called me, maybe thinking about doing some marketing. I asked him, I said, what's your number one source? He goes, Gary, my number one, two, three, four, and five source is my customer database. <laughs> so the number one place where businesses miss is their customer database. I believe that, there's multiple opportunities out of that customer database. Obviously, repeat business, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's the easy one. But you have to come up with a way for your customers to become raving fans to tell everybody else about you. Yeah. And I always talk about the, the Chick-fil-A model because they do it better than anybody else, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't really eat fast food, but I will eat Chick-fil-A all day long. For two reasons. One, I mean, number one, it's good chicken. Like, yeah. how do you not like chicken that is all about everything that Chick-fil-A stands for, right? But sure. number two, like that drive-through isn't any other drive-through in fast food. It could be 20, 30 cars deep, and somehow they get you through it in five minutes. It's it's <laughs> head scratching. Yeah. Uh, I found out that they actually practice their drive-through in stadiums. Hmm. They practice it. Right. So that's that's why they're so good at it. So what can you take away from that? Well, how do we keep people talking about us and coming back to us? So like we help companies do this, create I'll buy you lunch and um, we use gift cards in this and two things that a customer can do for uh, for someone when a job is ended or you get paid. They can give you a review. Right. Mm -hmm. And they can tell somebody else. But better than telling somebody else is telling you who that somebody else is. Hmm. So we ran this for the first time with a, with a plumber about three years ago. And over a six-month period, his referral revenue went from being about 5% every month to about 40% every month. And he wow. spent maybe $600 on gift cards. So it was, I'll buy you lunch. Here's a gift card. Here's a $10 gift card. And he, he picked Chick-fil-A. And so that's why... I always keep talking about Chick-fil-A, but I'll buy you lunch. Here's a $10 gift card uh, for giving me that review. So they give him a review and then he gives them the gift card. He doesn't give the gift card first. He gets the review and then he gives them the gift card. I'll buy you another lunch if you tell me somebody who needs my service. I just need a name and a phone number. And they'll give a name and a phone number. Here's the gift card. My favorite are the people that come back and go, I got more names and phone numbers for you because <laughs> I want some more of those gift cards. Yeah, and he gets to give that to somebody in his office who says, hey, we helped out so-and-so. They were so excited about our service. They thought that you might be interested. Now, does everybody sign up? No, not at all. But now he's got information mm -hmm. and he has a connection with someone who maybe didn't know about him because mm -hmm. he called him and said, Hey, this person used them. So your customer database, your prospect database 
is gold. Even if you've only been in business a year, six months, that is gold. Protect it with everything, but know that there, you know, there is gold in that database. And if you don't mine it, somebody else will. Yeah, I, I, it's so funny. I've been preaching a lot about the list and building the list here lately. And so I think that, you know, you and I are kindred spirits on that topic for sure. So, okay, final question for you. Yeah. What's the biggest mistake that you see small to medium-sized businesses make when they market their organization? So I talked about this a little bit before, mm -hmm. but we'll talk about this more now because this is the biggest mistake, not understanding the value that they provide. They think mm -hmm. their value is something and it's not something. It is what the customer sees as the value. Like we mm -hmm. want to make it about all these things when in yeah. reality, we need to market our, our business to remove obstacles and make it as easy as possible for people to want to do business with us and then deliver and provide whatever it is you do as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And when we market, we don't keep those things in mind. Yeah. We try to come up with all the things that we think instead of understanding what the customer thinks. I mean, back yeah. in the day, large ad agencies, they would bring in these customer focus groups, 20, 30, 40, 50 people. And you had to match their avatar. They didn't call it an avatar, but that's what it was. You had to match that avatar. And then they would say, Look at this product. Why would you buy it? What do you like about it? What do you not? And so then they would glean from that the features and benefits and what the value is. And when you're marketing, your market, your marketing has to be based on what value you provide and it has to be true value to the customer. Yeah. Yeah, man, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time, Gary. Now, Gary, where can, if, if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about you, where can they find you? So I'm on Facebook a lot. So facebook.com forward slash Gary Guyman, G-A-R-Y-G-E-I-M-A-N. And then our website is another place. Um, you can get there either dmn8partners.com is our website. Um, but that's a redirect. It used to be salvonow.com, S-A-L-V-O-N-O-W. Why, why I bring that up? Salvo is a uh, French and German military term from the turn of the century that means shoot all your guns at once. And that's what I believe you have to do when you're in business, you have to try to get your message out as many ways as possible. So salvanow.com or Facebook, uh, Gary Guyman. Any questions, I'd love to talk to you, but uh, man, it's been great, Kirby. Thank you so much. Well, Gary, this has been great. We will have to do this again sometime. Okay. Is that cool? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right, cool. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering marketing. Oh, 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 oh,